This podcast may contain language that is not suitable for all listeners. The views and opinions expressed in this podcast are for entertainment purposes and may not reflect the views and opinions of the hosts. Hello and welcome to another episode of Without Definite Aim. This is a podcast where we use a random topic generator to dictate the direction of the conversation. My name is Vinny, I'm one of your hosts, and I'm joined by... Hello, I'm Drew, I'm your other host. That was a lovely intro, thank you for that. <laughs> just, uh, <laughs> you know, 100 episodes deep, I'm just uh, fine-tuning my uh, radio voice, you know, who knows? I think you're just finally finding your niche as a, <laughs> as a podcast host. We're 115 episodes in, and Biddy knows exactly the type of host he wants to be. It's ga- it's it's game show host. It's true. Welcome to World of Brought to you by. <laughs> yeah. Uh, if you can't count, then you're fucking broken, and you must well just end. Chris is with us. Chris, hi. I know how to divide by five. Wow. <laughs> hey guys. Hi. Hey. Thank Good you for being here. Uh, thank you for having me. As always, it's uh, it's always a pleasure. Uh, except for Drew, um, he's a little shit, as we like to call him. Um, a, a small shit, stupid twout, small twout, twout, twout. Drew just doesn't bring the uh, aubergine uh, energy that Chris and I bring to the pod that, sometimes. That big purple aubergine energy, you know. That, uh, <laughs> Large aubergine Dan energy. <laughs> nice, nice. That's your dad. Yeah, that's your dad. Is big ed- eggplant Dan. <laughs> big eggplant Dan. Yeah, that's what they call him. It all makes sense now. You might say that your dad has a big pipe. Maybe a big. I don't know. I don't know if he, he has. I have a big t- tube. I don't know if he has a big pipe or or maybe even a big <laughs> tube, but. <laughs> He definitely has a big handrail. I can tell you, he rails me in a big way. Let's just put it that way. Oh, Oh. you know, I would love to find myself some big pipe or tube or handrail. Uh, I can do that, and I could find Dan some. (laughs) If Dan needs more, then he's going to get some. And he's going to get it from uh, a company established in 1992 based out of Brisbane, Australia. Uh, Bentec is Australia's only manufacturer of the stainless steel tube. The company then takes the tube in various shapes uh, and manufactures grab rails, handrails, boat rails, aye, aye, captain, and a range of other products uh, for the aged care, disability, and transport markets. You can find all their wonderful products at www.bentec.com.au. Thank you, Bantech. Thank you, Dan, the rail man. Thank you, Bantech. Dan, the rail man. Dan, <laughs> get railed, man. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, it makes sense. Sometimes you just want to meet people's parents. And, you know, I I don't know much about Chris's mom, but I, I know enough about his dad now that I want to meet Dan. And uh, it's as Drew's parents, too. Like, I feel like I know them, but I don't. It's weird. Uh. Yeah, Drew's parents are great. I'm a I'm a big fan. Let's of just put parents. it this way, though. Just just so everyone knows, I've invited Vinny over to my house 
on countless occasions to meet my mother uh, and my stepdad, and he's um, not so graciously declined every time. It usually goes in the form of, like, fuck you. Why would I want to hang out with you outside of our podcast, you dirty little bitch? I don't want to come over. That's pretty much what happens. I'm really, really, really sorry. Wow. That was a good one. The At least your sorry is, is, is sincere. Today. Jesus. Yeah, uh, I will say Drew's mother has a very, 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 very nice house with a very, <laughs> very, very say. nice home. Uh, Choose your words wisely. Drew's mother has a very, very, very nice, nice house. Yes. I mean, Nothing else is nice about my mother. Drew, listen. <laughs> Just I love my mom. <laughs> In that way, Drew, are you trying to tell me that your mother has something else that's nice that you appreciate? Is that are you? Mm? That's what I appreciate you about you. What's your mom's best dish? What's her What's her finest dish? What does she make? Um, <laughs> I felt like Chris was about to say eggplants for a minute there, and I held back. Yeah, I feel like there's just so many jokes to go for there. There's obviously eggplant. No, legit question, though. Your mum's nice. We know that. I want to know what her finest dish is. Serious question. Um. <laughs> I feel like I know. I feel like Chris's mum made us enchiladas <laughs> once, right? Yes. That was that a thing? Yeah, 100%. I think I brought yeah. it to so, like an overnight at some point. And they were delicious. Uh, yeah. I know, I'll I'll I know what Chris's mum's best dish is, obviously. My, my mom makes a mean like um, pasta bake. It's called a mm. mastacholi. A bastacholi? Uh, mastacholi oh, with an M. Ba- it was like bastard and choli, like bastacholi. No. no. It's more Mast- like if you were uh, a it's slave. Italian, it's, so. like, it's like if you were a slave and you're like, oh, mastacholi. <laughs> Italian slaves. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways. Uh, yeah, it's, it's my it's my great-grandma's recipe, and it's actually pretty damn good. Oh, so your great-grandmother was a slave yeah. owner? <laughs> so, yeah. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> uh oh. Okay. Pasta bake. All right. Chris's mom makes a mean enchilada. I've had it. It's delicious. Uh, I have fond memories of it. I do actually legitimately remember it was tasty. Uh, my mom is uh, kind of a dessert lady. She she's good at the desserts and a range of desserts. Yeah, that makes sense. Your your mom is very sweet. She's a very nice lady. <laughs> She is. She, she is. That's not even a joke. That's literally not even a joke. Your mother is an incredibly nice woman. <laughs> I was gonna say. I was gonna go off of that and just say something like, "Yeah, that's why I call her sugar." Um, but fair dinkum. <laughs> My favorite Australian phrase. It's it's funny because I think she her nickname for me is is sweet cakes. So I don't. It makes sense. That she um, I believe it's sweet cheeks. Let the record show. It is sweet, sweet, sweet cakes. Sweet cake. Okay. So Chris has sweet cheeks. Drew has uh, sweet cakes, and my kids have fluffy. Fluffy. I love that as a nickname. That's a good one. Yeah. That's a. Have you ever thought about like what you want to be called? Are you a papa? Are you a grandpappy? Are you? Uh, I, yeah, I, mean, I don't we're all so far away with, from that. So yeah, I don't know, I don't know if I want to go with traditions. I think Pap Pap is kind of funny. Pap Pap, Pap Pap. I just like it because it's funny to me. And to have 
I've got three kids, so I could potentially have a lot of grandchildren. Uh, just think that I have a pap 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 pap. Please pap pap. Can I have another lolly pap pap? <laughs> Some part of me would really enjoy just being called Christopher, so that any time that the kid doesn't say Christopher, I could say, "Hey, my name's Christopher, you little shit." <laughs> Oh my god, that's amazing, Christopher. <laughs> and then all the Drews uh, grandkids call him Andrew. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, if any of them call me Andy, they're they're I'm drowning them that night. <laughs> Brutal. <laughs> <laughs> oh man. Alright, uh I have the random topic generator, so if you guys are ready, let's wait, uh get the show on wait, the road, should wait. we? How, what do you want to be called? You little shit? Oh me? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, you, you schmoll boy? Uh, I probably will just go Papa, like just pretty pretty standard Papa. Do you know what your dad? I call both and, of my grandpa and like mom want to be called. Yeah, I think pretty, like just Grandma and Papa. All right. Is that okay with you? Nah. Your mother and I will talk. Yeah, <laughs> I'm sure. I'm sure you will. Over a nice eggplant dish. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yes. Oh yeah. <laughs> Very nice eggplant dish. <laughs> Uh, I've seen your eggplant dish. It's it's beautiful. <laughs> Anybody would be blessed to have your eggplant dish. <laughs> Whoa. <laughs> All right. Let's get this well, I mean, fucking he, topic dude, out he, of the way. He, he makes it with like a really nice cream sauce. I just, it's like. That was well done. That's beautiful. That was, that was well done. It really was. well done. Okay. You here we go. Up. I'm going to press the button here so we can talk about things other than Chris's penis and semen. <laughs> and tonight's random topic is cars oh this is such a tough one because i give literally zero (laughs) shits about cars yeah i give little shits about cars too i'm not a car there's not one of us is a car guy in in, in this i love that though because this i feel like everybody like even guys that aren't into cars like still are really proud of their car and i give my car, uh, the car I ride to drive to work is, l- like, you know, it's a little bit beat up, and I don't really care, but it gets me to work. Do you want to know what the point of a car is? To get you. It's to get you from point A to point B. I was going to say, literally, verbatim, that phrase. That's it. That's the only reason why it exists. And I really don't understand the fascination with getting there in a more reckless fashion. I just don't get it. No. So I I really think that the people who have loud, obnoxious cars are some of the worst people on earth. Yeah, it's pretty fair. Yeah, because every one of them drives aggressively. It's a it's a you need to have had at least one speeding ticket to qualify for some of those you know musclers and certain accessories. Um, is what I heard. It's a that's how you get muscles. Like not musclers, mufflers. See, that's how much of a car guy I am. I'm like, yeah, those stupid kids with their musclers. <laughs> <laughs> but I just, uh, yeah, I don't know. Okay, so I, in our area too, we get a lot of like, um, we get a lot of Marines who don't know what to spend their money on, and so they all spend it on like really loud, aggressive cars. And it just, it leaves a bad taste in my mouth for, for Marines in general, which is, 
you know, listen, thanks for your service and all, but you don't have to be a douchebag while you, you know, while you serve our country. I mean, right? it is a very hilarious thing that I know for a fact that when you leave basic training, they tell you don't buy a car. And so many of them go and buy a car <laughs> because they're fucking 18 years old and they just got paid for fucking what? Three, four months. Three of work, months. Right. Yeah. yeah. Like, is that what happens? Yeah. Cause they go to basic training and they pay the whole time. Yeah. I mean, they're not getting paid. But they don't lot, get a paycheck like, because they don't need to. Like, they, they, no, they yeah, literally they can't spend their money. But they come yeah. out so of there like, with, like, enough money to basically buy a car for, with cash, I'm assuming. That's exactly correct, yeah. Well, and the thing is, is that none of them, when they're, like, around here, we have Camp Pendleton, so they all live on base. And if you're, and if you're, if you're serving, if you're enlisted, like, you don't pay for housing. I think you, you do pay for some housing, don't you? Or do you not pay at all? I mean, that, that'd be crazy if you don't pay at all. Either way, yeah, it's I, I am in the same boat. I lived in Oceanside, which is, for, for those who aren't aware, is bordering Camp Pendleton. It's the first, it's the first town after one of the biggest marine bases I think it is the country. biggest marine base in, like, in the United States. Camp and, Pendleton is, yeah. really. I think so, yeah, I think so. I it's, if, if it's I not the it's biggest, huge. it's definitely close. Yeah, it's definitely close. Uh, it's a it's a massive base, but uh, yeah, it's definitely like yeah, being around that and being around all of the people who like. Why do Marines love Mustangs so much? Is it because they're relatively cheap and seem really cool? I don't understand. It's just it's it puts such a shit taste in my mouth. Not for Marines necessarily, but for people who drive fucking like marginally okay looking cars and that are really loud. You know, the first car I actually saw, and I was like. That's a nice car. Is I do like the look of Teslas. They look very futuristic for sure. I don't like the SUV version of the Tesla. I think that looks like uh It looks like they just took all the other Teslas and literally just like scaled it up in the vertical direction. Like yeah. if you just warped it and went it or or kind of looks like a like I don't know, like a really overfed um leaf or something like that. <laughs> overfed leaves so specific <laughs> so what so all right just so just so our listeners know so Vinny drives a um, 2008 well i don't know no, why well, i guess it doesn't matter i drive a 2008 uh corolla <laughs> did you just have apprehension of sharing what car you drive yeah i guess i'm not giving my number plate away so i guess it doesn't really matter but yeah 2008. i'll give it it's uh 8h56 <laughs> Four two seven. Well, that's not right. <laughs> it's true. Only trucks have the one letter in their license plate. Um, it's always one three three in California. But. Chris, Chris drives a um, Chris drives a, a two thousand seventeen Nissan Sentra. I think it's actually a little older than that. I think it's twenty fifteen Nissan Sentra. It's like the Great. the most base model version. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I really just wanted to blurt out a random license plate, but I almost just blurted out my license plate. Because <laughs> it's the only license plate, well, aside from my wife's, that I know by heart. <laughs> yeah, I drive, a, I drive a Mazda 3, 2018. Yeah, you definitely have the nicest car of all of us, for sure. How do, you, how do you feel about your car, Drew? Do you, are you happy with your decision? Yeah, it's it's... It's about as nice as I would make my car given the amount of money I make. Like I, I it's it's an affordable car payment. I got it for zero percent interest, so um 
whatever. And I mean, honestly, even some of the features, I mean, so, yeah, some, I would say some, mo- a lot of the features that I paid for, like are just kind of stupid and not necessary, which I, I mean, that's the, that's the case with a lot of cars, but um, yeah, I enjoy it. I like my car. It's good enough. Okay, so you and I have had this conversation before of like, you, I have stated, and I still stand by this, that regardless of how much money I make, I would likely still only ever have a car that is no greater than like $34,000. Because I think there's a diminishing return in what you get out of a car. And maybe that's incorrect. Maybe if I had a bunch of kids or something like that, there would be a circumstance where I'd buy either a much larger car, a much more expensive car, whatever. But uh, you said given your current income, that's uh, you know a car that you would want, that, that you're, you're happy with. What is our dream cars? What are our dream cars? I can go first. My, my like, not necessarily dream car, but one of the cars that I, uh, I think would be, like, happiest with. So my, and this is also taking into consideration... My wife has a Subaru Outback. No. What is that? Crosstrack? No. Yeah. It's an Outback. It's an, it's an Outback. It's an Outback. It's an Outback. Yeah. Uh, which is like a mid-size SUV. And it's a super, super solid car. We can take it camping and put a bunch of shit in the back. It's great. Uh, the only thing that's problematic is if we ever need to like move furniture or something like that. So I would actually probably push to have a truck. But not a big truck. Just like a totally reasonable sized truck. Which would be something like a Toyota Tacoma. Not like one of the TRD sport or off-road or crazy ones like that. Like literally just a standard four-door Tacoma would be like probably about as far as I would go. And those are generally new with the like package that I would want, like $30,000. You could probably get leather seats. I don't care about leather seats because they make it sound like I fart. Uh, <laughs> and I just, I like, I, yeah, I think, that, I think that's about as far as I would go. The other thing that I might consider because I really enjoy the technology in them would be like a Subaru Crosstrek, which is the small version like of their hatchback styles. And I enjoy that car just because it's like small and zippy, but big enough to put stuff in and four wheel drive. And I like that. Vinny, do you have a, do you have a, uh, I'm just such not like a car guy that I just don't. Really, I can tell you as a teenage boy, I saw a uh, Corvette Stingray and maybe got a half chub. That's a good one to get a half chub for. I will say. Yeah, that. as the teenage boy, I saw that car. I was like, that car looks fucking sick. Yeah, that is a good one to have a bit of a half chub for. Not for really a dream sure. car, but I definitely saw it and I was like, damn, that car looks delightful. So you said you like the look of like Teslas. I mean, would you ever own a Tesla? Like if I mean obviously like if money were not an object, if if it weren't a conversation of of cost or anything like that, like do you feel like you would like the um, I don't know, like a like a Tesla? Yeah, I feel like it'd be nice. They seem pretty nice. I actually one had parked next to me in uh the parking lot the other day and i walked Did you past just aggressively it. open your door and just like put a big ding in it Fuck. if i can't have you you can't enjoy it God! i didn't realize they did this until the other night i walked past it and i was close enough to it that it flashed its fucking lights at me and i walk into the side it's got this little screen and it's in sentry mode and i was like oh shit <laughs> yeah 
it's it's a really interesting. The thing. technology is pretty cool. Yeah, the technology is insane. It has it has cameras that watch virtually every part of it, and Sentry Mode does exactly that. It just like records everything and gives you a heads up of like who's around your car. And then I think I think through the app you can actually like stream it. You can like watch who's around it. Yeah. I was actually yeah. my my mom texted me or actually she didn't text me. She called me and I was at work. I'm like, hey mom, like, what's going on? Because she never calls me. She's like, Chris, I have a question for you. Can I borrow your car for like a few months? I'm like, what the fuck? Uh, if you need to, sure. Like, I can figure something out. But what's going on? She's like, oh, I just the car I ordered is not going to be here for a while, and I'm like. I didn't even bother to ask. And then Alana asked her, and she's getting a Tesla. I'm like, no, fuck you. You can rent a car. Get the fuck out of here. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Yeah, I didn't know that. And, I, yeah, I, uh, I was like, oh, cool. Have you guys been in a Tesla? Have either of you guys been in a Tesla? Mm-hmm. I have not. Yes, I have. So... When you're inside too, like every everything that you think that car is on the inside is it is like it like it's pretty cool being being in it. I've driven one. I've gotten to drive one before, um, and the, it's just insane. Like I took out it was my old roommate's dad, and he had a Tesla. He was visiting, and he and you know my my roommate was like, hey, do you want to take out the Tesla? And I like looked at his dad. His dad was like, yeah, sure, whatever. I'm like, yeah, come drive my car. And I just like the first time I ever met his dad. <laughs> and so we, we take it out and we're, we're going down the uh, street and he's like, all right, let's get on the freeway. And they're like, hey, floor it. And I was like, okay, like this is my car. So, okay, I guess I'm going to do that. I thought, I thought I floored it. And it was like, it was, it was, it felt like a roller coaster where it like pushes you back in your seat. Like that's how much. And then I got on the freeway going like a normal speed and they're like, you bitch, that wasn't flooring. <laughs> and I was like, wait, really? Like I did, I did, I did. I felt like that was accelerating. And they were like, yeah, you bitched out. I was like, well, it's not my fucking car, man. I don't, I don't know. But yeah. So, and then the auto, the auto drive, like the, the autopilot mode, it's trippy. It's insane. It feels so weird to to not do anything when you're driving because we're you know we do it every day and we're just like so used to you know having a having a hand on the wheel you know you're gassing and braking and the and you just don't have to do that. It, it was the weirdest. I was like kind of freaking out because I wanted to take control, but when you do that, it turns the autopilot off. So they were like, "You just gotta let go, dude." Yeah, it's that's crazy. Have you guys seen like the Waymo self-driving cars? Maybe. There's like there's one city in I think it's I think it's New Mexico or Arizona or something like that that has signed like a contract with Waymo to allow the cars and they have like a fleet of the cars that just drive around and I think they're only for specific people who have access to the program to be able to actually use them. But they've driven like I think it's something like 20 million miles at this point in time. And they're all like fully autonomous, but everybody who's ridden ridden in them is just like, yeah, they like make decisions and with such like accuracy and like such confidence that you just kind of forget about it. Well, self driving is fucking crazy. It's not. It's crazy. It, it's like you literally have to learn how to not drive. You have to unlearn how to drive. Yeah, you you have to like lose it, and even weird shit like the auto drive function. I don't think actually has like like the the uh, the turn signal like the indicator click. 
And so sometimes you'll just like start merging over and it's like, what the fuck is happening? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Uh, yeah and and you can tell you can it it was crazy i was going with my buddy um who has a tesla we were going to lunch or something and the car will like give you a little ding and be like hey if you change lanes if you change lanes now you'll go faster like the lane to the left is going an average of like eight miles per hour faster than the lane that you're in do you want to merge and then he's like yeah sure so he just like clicks a button and the car's like (laughs) and gets into the lane it calculates that shit yeah, that's the thing, dude. That's the thing is that computers are at a point where because they can keep track of everything, like like the Waymo, car, Waymo cars can see, I think it's five hundred meters. Like they can see, they can see everything around yeah. them at five hundred meters. Are they using lidar or is it camera tech? It's still? it's all it's like a whole combination. They even use like yeah. they use sound involved in it. So like, okay, so this is actually this is like complete aside. But they use sound specifically to identify sirens to pull over if they hear a siren. That's and awesome. my immediate thought, being the degenerate that I am, is why don't I just play a siren from my car once everybody is in a Waymo <laughs> car to get them to all pull over for me and then just jet down the street? It's amazing. But that's just well. The crazy thing thought. is, the crazy thing is, is all alongside the waymos the fire trucks and ambulances will be driverless too right and so you won't even need the sirens they'll just be they'll they'll be able to like communicate yeah there'll be a signal that'll send you know that they'll yeah, yeah, yeah. And move aside it, it's like that beautiful it's a, what do they call it the symphony of 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 uh computers that like intersections will not have stop signs because they'll just ne- negotiate everyone will just who be like, is going across so that yeah. one person goes as the other person is crossing back you know behind the the first person it's like that idea is so fucking cool to me so like there's definitely a certain amount of like car technology that i think is really cool even like like my my wife's car she has a car that has like the uh the the lane keep and uh and whatever cruise control like the adjustable cruise control so it just follows the car in front of them so if i set a maximum speed of 80 it'll just follow whatever cars in front of them if that car slows down to 45 we'll keep like suddenly, a certain distance it'll just keep yeah. a certain amount of car length distance and it does a perfect job so like when i'm in traffic or something like that we can just like set it to you know go maximum 25 so it doesn't go too crazy and then it'll just follow behind it until we get to a dead stop and it also like does all the same thing, same things as like if the car in front of me pulls away, it notifies me when the car is pulled away. But like all of that stuff, like computers don't have an off day. They don't have like a random day where they're they're texting or they're they, you know they're 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 distracted. They it, it's they're just so fucking consistent. So yeah, they're constantly keeping track of the fact that like the left lane is moving 0.8 miles per hour faster than than your main like lane. Yeah, it's it's doing That's... all that shit just just because it can that's that's the sorry sorry Vinny, really quick that, that's that would be why i would spend more money on a car i agree with that. especially especially depending on um uh how much i'm commuting too because if you if you know if you're in an out if you're in a car for an hour a day or, or longer depending on what your commute is the the there are certain things that make that hour a lot more comfortable yeah. and um, easier, so I I think that there is some value to that, um, but yeah, the technology is insane. I agree with that. Yeah, I feel like that's more of like a technology geek thing than than like a car geek thing. But still, Vinny, you were gonna say something. How far do you think we are away from like 
a complete like takeover of the market and the roadways to where we're having like basically everything is self-driving i feel like we're probably like five years from having cars that are like officially fully autonomous you do not have a have to have a driver there will not be a a steering wheel in the car like until that's five years i think five years until we see some type of like of like uber service or like waymo right now in new mexico wherever the hell it is they have essentially like these vans that have been outfitted with all this stuff and they're driving perfectly fine this is also the thing that I think it's just like as a, as a kind of aside, going back to that, I think it's just crazy is that like as a human being, we drive a certain amount in our lives. And so we're slowly getting better and better and better at, at driving and getting like better at identifying possibilities. But like all of these cars are feeding into the same software. So let's say that that, that one car has driven, yeah. you know, a thousand miles, but the whole fleet has driven 20 million miles. That one car is operating in the way, has the experience of 20 million. million. And as they continue to, to like go on through their lives, they get better and better and better. They can draw upon more and more information because they're just logging all that shit that they, that they gather. Like if I get in a car accident, I can rethink to a certain extent, my memory and my recollection of what happened and what I could have done differently to stop that from happening. But they can literally re-simulate exactly what happened happen in everything about the circumstance in which they crashed like it's fucking crazy how how that would change like as as the algorithms get better as hardware gets better as hardware gets faster they can just rerun all of the information that they've already gathered and just throw it back in and say well we can now do this like we can we can now have assessed something better because of, of how much faster we are something like that but yeah, I think five years until we're at a point where there's some type of like like Uber or or Lyft or whatever, like there's some type of system like that, more than likely Waymo because I think they're leading the market right now in major cities in like, you know, LA, New York, maybe not New York actually because New York's such a fucking crazy place, but like Chicago and, and places that have more standard uh, traffic rules. And then, I think we would be there already if, if there, if, um, people wanted to invest in infrastructure. I think the technology's almost there. Yeah, I feel like I feel like if we had allowed it to happen earlier, it might have been faster. Because I feel like all of the leaps and bounds happened after they allowed Google to... Because it was initially San Francisco had allowed Google to... Uh, specifically allow employees to drive their self-driving cars. And there were some issues with it, of course, as, as any new service would have, but like they, they, they allowed specifically employees to drive. And they, and that's when they started seeing just like crazy leaps and bounds. And Waymo's, I think still owned by Google. I don't know if they're out their own entities yet, but uh, like that that thread has continued through. So I think it's all experience. It's like allowing it to actually be out on the road and envision and, and anticipate issues. Yeah, I would imagine five years until a service, probably... 10, s- 10 to 15. Uh, 7 to 10 until there's, seven like to a, 10. there's like an actual... Well, actually, not even... Maybe 7 to 10 until like Tesla releases some software update that allows it to happen. Because the thing yeah. with Tesla is that they have a shitload of cars on the road that are totally capable of doing what they need it to do. They just need the software to do it. Drew, we uh, we we said about some of our dream cars. Did you? You didn't say. Did you have a dream car? 
Um, it would it would probably be. I mean, I I actually really like Tesla, although recently, because I've always been such a big like electric car guy. Like my next car will probably be some form of an electric car, but um, the more and more that I read into it, and the, and there's articles and stuff that have come out recently that are just that they're basically saying that that the there's no real benefit to, to driving a full electric car as far as like an environment environmental impact um, because the, the mining of the lithium batteries is so is, it's so bad um, for the environment so I, I, I probably would have said a Tesla for that reason um, and I might actually might still say that but um, as far as like a, a realistic one too like um, Haley, my my fiance, we like she's in the process of buying a new Rav Four uh, hybrid, which I'm like pretty pretty freaking stoked about because I I think it's just like a cool, it's a good sized car, and like Chris mentioned, like we can take it camping and you could tow stuff if you needed to, and it's big enough to like fit stuff in. So um, I'm I'm looking forward to that. As far as like in the future i would say like buying like i the 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 most like car guy i would ever get is buying like an old you know 1960s like convertible um car just as kind of like a cruiser i i i do really like the look of those um but I, I don't know that that's such like a that's such like a discretionary income purchase <laughs> you know like i have to be doing i have to be doing pretty well to justify buying something like that so do you, yeah, you like driving or just hate not it? really so i'm like i've my dad and i didn't really fly anywhere but we went on a lot of trips as a kid we would go like skiing really regularly or we would go camping or backpacking or whatever like we would go out and about and so we drove like a lot <laughs> like a a really really ridiculous amount and it's always kind of like a running joke anytime we go on like a road trip or something like that like i just by default the person who drives i don't necessarily like driving but i also don't necessarily have a problem sitting down and driving for like 16 hours my my thing there in, in that aspect is I, I actually like just it's more of a control thing for me um, just like I, I don't lo- I don't like driving but I I would rather be the person driving the car because I trust myself more than whoever else is driving the car you don't trust me Drew nope why not why not Drew why don't I've you seen, trust me I've seen how you drive yeah always using turn signals always driving the speed limit yeah I'm a very very <laughs> I've professional seen how driver. you drive <laughs> I'm a very good driver, Drew. You want to tell me something? It's true. Otherwise? You know, you know what they say: people on the spec on autism spectrum disorder uh, really follow rules on the road. I've seen your brother drive. That's not true. <laughs> my my brother's a sketchy fucking driver. He's he's a late breaker. He's one of those people who like you're coming into a stop sign and he's going 35 and you're like, holy shit, Dude, is he gonna break? Or we're just busting right through it. My sister is exactly the same way and it makes me so fucking anxious. You're in the you're in the fucking passenger seat and you're like slamming, you're slamming the brake on your brake. <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> Dude, it, it kills me. That is like my least favorite thing, dude. Is yeah. the shortstop is so fucking brutal on my mind for whatever reason. 
You guys are vegan by no. I didn't get my license until I immigrated here. You're you're an immigrant? I'm an immigrant. Yeah, that makes sense. <laughs> get out of here, you alien. Yeah, I didn't uh Just I didn't like have a license mother. in Australia. That's that's kind of bizarre to me. I feel like that's weird because I feel like Australia is a big enough country and like a spread out enough country, but maybe yeah, I don't know. Yeah, but their their train Australia. systems like way better than ours. I mean, that's not saying a lot. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, it's not Harbour San Diego, but we, yeah, we have a train, we have a trolley system, and at least in Melbourne, and a bus system, and it all runs off the same ticket. That's really cool. I feel like if I lived in a city or like an area that was really easy to get around like that, like I know, so we live in San Diego. Like I, I know that they tried and are trying to. Like we have okay public transit, but. It's still pretty rough, but like if I lived in like Japan, I feel like I just wouldn't own a car. No, you don't need to. Yeah, right. Like, like especially in the case of that, or like if I lived in New York or something like that, like I, I just wouldn't own a car. Or maybe even London to a certain extent because of how extensive the the tube system is. Tube. Yeah, you just don't need to. I you just, don't need it. I just really appreciate that. It also feels like yeah. I'm part of like a greater thing. Like there's something about riding a system like that that feels really connected to the city that you're in oh 100 yeah. I, I i miss it i mean yeah my compute my commute when i went to work was like an hour and a half but i could read i could watch something on my phone i could draw i could you know i had so much time to complete it like i do i don't miss the commute time but you can also kill that time so easily doing any number of things sitting on a train i do miss that to some degree yeah, it's like, right, like, I, you know, yeah, sure, I drive, whatever, 20, 30 minutes, or I guess total 40 to an hour, right, like, depending on the day, but I have to be focused on the road the whole time, and, like, I'm going to come home and, and likely crack open my iPad and start drawing or something like that, and, like, why can't I just, just do that on the train? Time. It's just kind of wasted time, yeah, yeah it's, it's, it's yeah. cool to... To be able to just hop on a train or a bus or whatever and just kind of bippity bop around. I think that's really cool. The only time it of it sucked is that like I think the latest that system runs in Melbourne at least is like on Friday and Saturday nights will go until about one AM. Uh and then it shuts down. Uh so if you ever wanted to go to like the downtown area and party, it's like it's a taxi home. Or you get on that thing at one. Well, you know, that's why we need self-driving cars. <laughs> self-driving true. cars don't sleep, dude. It's they true. They don't sleep. They go all night. <laughs> all night. How much do you both buy into, like... I've heard of, like, Teslas crashing in self-driving mode. Like, how much... I mean, obviously, that's going to happen with anything. We know that, right? Like, anything new is going to have some kind of rate of uh, failure. So, is I that know... scary? I, I personally don't put much stock into it because I just I know that most of the circumstances are due to other people because the reaction time of the computer is just so high and like the actual failure rate of the of, of, of all that stuff is like so low and I I personally do put a lot of trust in those types of technologies that have been tested so thoroughly like for instance like I at least just because I was looking to it recently like the Waymo system has driven 20 million miles or whatever it was and they have had i think four instances almost all of which were them parked and somebody else crashing into them 
like human <laughs> beings on bikes or walking or driving hitting a stationary vehicle. Like, guess what the fucking Waymo doesn't do? Hit anything stationary ever. Like, ever. Z- nothing. Ever. I, I chalks most problems up to human error. Because as much as we want to think that we're good drivers, we're really not that good at drivers compared to almost anything else. The issue is that people do a lot of really spontaneous and random shit. I bet you if there was a world filled with nothing but driverless cars, even if that technology wasn't particularly good, it would still be better than humans driving because it would be predictable. Sure. Yeah, so so I just did a quick quick um, Google search, and New York Times article says, in the fourth quarter of 2019, which is a year and a half ago, um, there was one accident for every three million miles driven using their autopilot system. So, yeah, so actually, I guess, yeah, I, I should put like 20 million miles in comparison. That's effectively like a human being driving for a thousand years. Like yeah. living a life to be a thousand years old and driving me, but you know that that time, right? So that's like three million miles is further than any human being will drive. Yep, in their lifetime, even if they're a fucking trucker, right? That's just like that's just further from one end of the United States to the other. It's what four thousand miles. Uh, from one end to the other. Yeah, so if I go from here to fucking Georgia or whatever, I don't know, like oh, or yeah, here yeah, from yeah. to Maine, maybe five, yeah, yeah. six thousand. No, not even. That's like six thousand no, is like, like the fucking UK, yeah. right? Yeah, yeah, it's like four thousand miles, right? We're talking about three million miles. One incident per three million miles. Yeah, that's wild. Yeah, even the crashes that happen on autopilot are are really it's driver it's driver fault. Because that that system right now, at least with Teslas, is not full autopilot. Um, you have to have some level of control. Um, but as Chris mentioned, when <laughs> when that software update and when it's legal, um, they'll it, it'll be fully automatic. So um, plus plus actually um, reports and research actually indicates that that. I think the technology um, you guys have heard of, like lidar and everything, lidar is going to be used in driverless cars. is actually more more accurate than camera camera systems is what Tesla uses. So um, with with lidar, it's a faster rate of processing that that information distance and distance closing and all that stuff so yeah it's not image processing like image processing has right. to essentially look at an image and and figure out like i'm sure we've all seen an optical illusion at some point in, line, in time right like an, an optical image can be tricked and you have to figure out and guess what your best best bet is but with lidar you're literally sensing like well if i cast a laser beam and just measure the distance of this laser beam straight out to whatever it hits I can then do that at every single point, at every angle from here until perfectly vertical. And I have effectively mapped in perfect accuracy everything around me. And that's how they get that, like, they can see, you know, 500 meters or whatever the the distance is around you with perfect accuracy. It's like, I can see the stop sign three intersections away. Like, I don't need to calculate what my move is going to be in front of me. I get to calculate what my move is going to be 
12 minutes from now like it yeah it's it's oh it, they're playing 4d chess and and we're over here thinking that we're better at playing the game like checkers, checkers. right yeah like, like whatever the fuck we think we're playing this this moment here i, I know it's like completely underrated but it makes me think of the time in uh, you guys have both seen the movie her with walking phoenix oh yeah the time where she's when he finds out that she's oh. talking to like thousands of other men oh. like simultaneously i mean it and women yeah and, and like, women men oh, and shit. women that's what yeah. this makes me feel like that you know they're detecting stop signs you know and calculating you know how many 500 meters away and already making the decision on what they're going to do like it's just the same as uh, for me it's like I'm talking to all these people. God, I feel really dirty right now. It's amazing. Because, like, I mean, even in that circumstance, like, like you can kind of appreciate the idea that, like, the, the processing power was not the, not the limiter there, right? She could clearly maintain meaningful relationships with literally, excuse me, thousands of people in that circumstance. And obviously that was, you know, that was a movie. But still, like we will get to that point eventually where our power is no longer the limiting factor. The ability to process the, the image or the LIDAR readings or, or whatever the sound around us, whatever it is, is not going to be the limiting factor anymore. And we'll be able to just process as much as we want. And, and maybe that's a circumstance where all cars are, are talking in unison. Like I said earlier, like that, that beautiful harmony of having like an intersection where cars are just passing through so seamlessly within inches of each other because they know what's going to happen like i don't know if you guys have ever seen those uh those distribution centers for like grocery stores where they have all these all these like robots that are talking in unison they're they're on a massive hive mind and they pass within literally millimeters of each other and they're just driving around picking up shit because they have a pre-calculated route and they know exactly where something's going to be that could possibly intercept them and so they slow themselves or speed themselves up by minute amounts to optimize their routes perfectly. So how do I get to work as fast as humanly possible with literally zero stops? Well, I just calculate exactly how fast I need to be to be at an intersection where nobody else is going to hit me at exactly the right time. And like the more processing speed you get, the more processing power you get, the more data you get, the more information you get about all of these things. Like we can start driving to work at 120 miles per hour because it's just safe to be able to do that because the computers will be able to react in time. Like why is driving 100 miles an hour dangerous for us? It's because humans suck at reacting. Right. I'm just like so excited for that. And I feel like it's, it's such a cool moment in time for us to see that like the turn of that. And to be able to also recognize the like gravity of that, right? We, that, is that is exciting. And I, the thing that I get to have that, I mean, I, I feel like I will have access to it, you know, sooner in my life than further away. Yeah, I mean, like we're we're probably going to be in a circumstance where like when we're really, really old and decrepit and we're old enough to not be able to drive anymore, like we can just call a car and who knows if we'll even have been at that point before then. Like, maybe there will be a circumstance where we literally don't have a car because it costs less to buy just time off of somebody else's car or a driverless car. So I don't even need to own a car for myself. And maybe that point will come where, like, thinking of the idea of the day where you could no longer drive wasn't really, like, isn't really a thing that we think about anymore. Like, there are so many of these things that stand in, in, in like, humanity's way. And it's so interesting to think about how something like this could could uh affect humanity or like 
how driverless cars will affect distribution and shipping and like we will no longer have truck drivers on the road probably hopefully like I just, it's that's that's coming really soon there's a there's actually a san diego based company that's doing driverless semis already yep wow. it's called too simple and they're they're running routes from they're, uh, san diego to their driver assisted their driver assisted sure they they, <laughs> they they have um they have people in the truck that yeah. manages um or make sure nothing goes wrong but it's pretty i mean it's pretty driverless yeah. it's more driverless than a tesla autopilot and i just hope when they have nobody in the truck that there's still a fat white dude with a beard and maybe like a dirty tank top who, or like a robot or like a, you know, a, a sculpture Bold. of someone that sits in the front uh, just for the spirit of truck drivers. Do you know what I mean? I That's what I want. understand, yeah. <laughs> I, I think about like what will a car physically look like when we no longer have to account for a cabin with a, with a driver and like a still like will we have that classic like i don't know if you think back to like the the mid to late 2000s where there were like those concept cars where you literally had four seats that were facing each other like the car like there were seats that were facing backwards and seats that were facing forwards so you essentially had like a little mini like living room on oh, wheels. I, I love that i can't wait to be back like to think i can at a point in my life like not that far away hopefully where i'll be back to be able to just like screw around and read or draw or you know so cool. do something else like that take a that's, nap dude oh great anyways i can't wait for the day when all those idiots with loud cars uh get off the road God. that's that's what i can't wait for you know i feel like there will be a point in time <clears throat> just speaking of like idiots there will be a point in time where somebody says that it is safer to let robots drive our cars and there will be some idiot out there who's like but i want to drive my my ford f-190 thousand and i want to drive it around over here and they're gonna say no you're not allowed to because only robots can drive on that road because it's too dangerous for you and they're gonna say that infringes on my human rights Wow, rats as a person. You don't know about the 27th Amendment says that I have the right to drive on any road I damn well please. That's the one. That's it. We've done it. I'm calling it right now. 20 years from now, that's going to be a conversation. Guarantee it. No, no, no. A thousand times, no. That's what the robot... We'll see if... uh, button. We'll see if... We'll see if... um, if those those individuals who would make that argument survive COVID, because it's it's <laughs> it's highly questionable at this point. True, God. there's a direct correlation between people that talk about their driving rights in the future and people that don't wear masks in 2021. That's true. That's true. There's unvaccinated, fast driving truck people. Yeah. Truck nuts. Yeah, truck people nuts. with truck nuts. All right, uh, is it time for how much? I feel like it's time for how much. Does it feel like it's well, time for how much? One, one, one thing before we get to how much. I have a how much ready. Have we all been, have we all been in a car crash? Yes. Minor. Yeah, minor. Yeah, minor. Minor. Okay, yeah. Have you been uh, in, a, yeah. in a brutal one? Uh, when I was a kid with my mom, we were in a, not like one where we got like 
like really badly injured, but definitely like got pretty. I mean, the car was a complete write-off for sure. Yeah. But uh, my uh, my jeez, my cats are going crazy behind me. Uh, my fiance got into a pretty bad accident um, before we met. Oh, she I was her there car, that night. Yeah, her her car rolled. Um, and it was just on like a random, you know, street or whatever. Some guy like cut across from like the left-hand turn lane and decided he wanted to go right, and it was like four lanes, and he hit her, and he... her her car ended up like upside down. It, I, I mean, <clears throat> she walked away like relatively unscathed, but she definitely gets like migraines and stuff still to this day from from that. So that was like a pretty insane crash. That was at at our like mutual friend's wedding, and. That was like that was a pretty insane crash, right? We're thinking of the same one, right? That was a different one. Oh, that was a different one. We're thinking of a different one. Yeah, she's been in a couple nice, uh, <laughs> not nice crashes. Yeah, seriously, <laughs> a couple of nice fender benders. Dude, greedy, fender benders. off in the cars, man. Say, yeah, I she got like... uh, she got a pretty hefty settlement for both of those incidents, though. So. Yeah, take migraines for all that. Yeah. I'm sure she would not take... Yeah, she wouldn't. It's not probably not worth it, but... All right. Uh, let's do how much. It's time for How Much with your host, Vinny. Me. All right. Uh, here we go. How much to keep growing all the hair on your head and body for the rest of your life? No cutting. Facial hair. Mustache. Mustache in your mouth. Damn, that's a kind of a hard one because I'm a pretty yeah. fucking hairy boy, dude. Yeah, so am I. I'm a hairy boy too. You are a hairy boy, you know. And well, you got... got Drew could be part of this hair sandwich, eh? Oh, oh. <laughs> yeah. Drew can grow out his one nipple hair. <laughs> dude, I, I always internally laugh when I think about Drew telling me. Oh, it was one of the last episodes of the podcast about. Plucking out his fucking <laughs> nipple hairs because it's weird when one grows out because he's plucked out the rest. It always makes me laugh. It's beautiful. It's lovely. I love it. It is beautiful. I hope you collect it, it, them. Mo- that ritual. That that ritual is mostly just to tell myself I can deal with the pain of plucking nipple hair out of my body. It's more of a personal challenge than anything else. Oh man, that that sucks. Uh, I don't like that that how much at all um good how much to do it then yeah because you'd have to grow out your shitty mustache and beard <laughs> yeah it's not good <laughs> i mean yours, you guys have beards you guys have the ability to grow a beard so like it would just get longer i mean obviously anytime you can't trim anything it's gonna look bad anyways but like at least you guys have like a full face I have just like the sides <laughs> of my mustache some under uh. you know some under like you know, little neck beard going on, some hair in here, so that would just like grow out. Oh man! Yeah, you just have little puffs on your cheeks. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It would look terrible. Drew would look pretty creepy. Yeah, it would not. It would not look good. Mm-hmm. Um, I would. I would put about a. F- I would say it's a f- five million dollar. Uh, how much for me? For, I, I don't yeah. want to. Like literally, like no haircuts, no beard trimming, nothing. Like I mean, because yeah. you're uncomfortable within three months. Oh yeah, I could. I mean, Chris much. could probably attest to this too. I I get like it's 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 a novelty for a little bit to have like a longer beard, and then it's just fucking annoying to me. 
Like, and I yeah. trim around my mustache and stuff. I don't even grow my... I never grow my mustache out because I don't like the way that feels. But it's... The f- point in time where I can eat my mustache is fucking terrible. Yes. I've terrible, al- I always dude. trim that shit because I can't stand those hairs di- dipping Ugh. down in my lips. They're terrible. Also, I'm already, like, annoyed at this. And this is, like, a couple of days of just, mm. like, the little bit of the... And it's just like, I, I wanted to be up here. And I'm, I, by the way, for, for you audio listeners out there who are not subscribed to the video podcast, <laughs> uh, I am pointing at the area between my, like, the crease in my neck and my actual neck. The area that normal people would trim, but mine has grown out a little bit. And given that I am uh, Hispanic, uh, <laughs> I, uh, I, I grow hair very fast. Yeah, I think it's fair to go high on this one because I'm not particularly jazzed about having long, weird hair. It's just sounds shit. Like, yeah. and too, like I've already got some fucking wizard eye- hairs growing into my eyebrows. Like that shit. <laughs> I know if I've already got a few now, I know it's gonna get gnarlier too. I don't oh. have like a monobrow or anything. I just got some long ass like eyebrow hairs that grow out every now and again. And you either gotta like braid them back into the rest of your eyebrow or just pull that shit out. Can I trim my nose hairs? No, I feel like you no body hair. No, twenty million dollars. Oh, I see. I it's fair to go high on this one because it's shit. Nose hairs is annoying too. I trim my nose hairs probably once a week. Once I every two swear weeks. to God, my nose hair would like. I could only describe my nose hair as aggressive. This no, the scene from There Will Be Blood. <laughs> When it reaches out and it just swirls over and into your milkshake, it's just gonna go from my nose to your milkshake immediately, and it's just gonna—it's gonna be terrible. I swear to God, my nose hairs don't stop growing. It's terrible. <laughs> so they are aggressive. Uh, yeah. So twenty mil, five mil from Drew. Drew's gonna have a meat. Uh, Drew's gonna have a. I think his Fu Manchu though would be pretty badass though. Mm. I don't Fu know. I'm feeling that. Fu Manchu? What do you call Fu it? Man Drew Manchu? Drew Manchu. No. Yeah, yeah. No, no. Fu Man Drew. Fu Man Drew. <laughs> Everybody's like, mm, I there's all which, kind, yeah, there's all kinds of things. I don't know you which do one's there. better, actually. Yeah, Drew Manchu. Fu you Man could Drew. also do like a, like a like a Fu Tarmanchu. Ooh. A, a, a Fu Tarmanchu. I don't know. That one doesn't work Fu as well, Tarman but. Fu Tashu. Drew Tarmanchu. Drew Tarmanchu. Fu Tashu. Uh, so 20 mil, 5 mil, 20 mil from Chris, 5 mil from Drew. Uh, Keep in mind, the 15 mil is specifically for my nose hair. If you want to allow me to tr- trim my nose hair, you can knock off 15 mil from that. Damn, okay. <laughs> yeah, I'm in like the 5 to 10 range. This this is shit. Like, I just, yeah, I just, I, I feel like it's going to smell weird at some point, regardless of how much you wash it. I just feel like it's not good. I don't know why this is such a like this is such a young man thing because I know eventually as an older person I will get over this but I really hate the hairs that grow on my shoulders. I really hate them. I just like if I could have the fourth Reich, it would be against the hairs on my shoulders. <laughs> Shoulder hairs. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we're not wiping out the Drews. We're just wipe we're just wiping out the freaking uh, the shoulder, the shoulder hair, hairs, okay? dude. Yeah, just get him the fuck out of here, dude. God. Yeah, I mean, it's 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 also like you're gonna have a long mop 
by the end of your life too. Yeah, oh, no. that, yeah. that's true. Like, I mean, you're gonna have a lot of head hair. I don't. Uh, yeah, I don't mind that so much because, like, ah, I mean, you'd be having fucking long hair, Jesus. Yeah. I don't, but I feel like dudes, to a certain extent, like dudes, just like their hair just like stops growing too. Like Maybe. it's not, not stops fun. growing, but I feel like how often do you see a dude with hair down to his ass? Is that a social thing or is that like a? a there are dudes with hair down their ass. They all work at Yellow Deli. <laughs> <laughs> no, they're very clean kept. Okay. No, they're oh, not. God. Fucking defender of Yellow Deli over here. Yeah, no, they, they okay, actually Joseph like honestly, well if you kept. if you actually look at their hair, it's weird. What they do with their hair, they pull it back in a in a ponytail, right? And they just cut the ponytail, just like with one swipe of the scissors, and so it looks like the end of a makeup brush. I bet you it's the, some kind of ponytail. weird hierarchy though, because the guy that started that cult has probably has the longest hair, and that's how he he's the alpha above everybody because he cuts off their hair and consumes it. So here's a fun thing. <laughs> Here here's a really fun thing. Drew, Drew and our significant others. Uh, sorry, other than Drew, of course, who is my significant other, went to the Yellow Deli uh, maybe a couple of weeks ago. And we walk in, and of course, oh, hey, Drew, a guy who works there named Joseph, very nice man, recognizes Drew, and just gives us this whole tour of this whole shop and everything like that. I'm like, I've seen this guy before, I know of this guy before, but he just recognizes Drew. So much. So I think that Drew is secretly part of of the seventh tribe of Islam. I think that's I think that's what's happening here. Mm. <laughs> Can't can neither confirm nor deny. Yeah, uh, yeah Drew hasn't made me that some delicious fucking right. sandwiches, so I, I think that's bullshit. I think they do make some cause... fucking delicious sandwiches if they only understood how to fucking dispense <laughs> condiments right. God. Okay. All right. Okay, Chris is twenty. Drew's five mil. Uh, I'll ta- I'll take ten. I don't I don't really look forward to this. This is not fun for me. I'm just. I mean, maybe I'll look like a wizard and I'll fucking embrace that and I'll wear a wizard hat and get a stick with a crystal on the end. You're of it. a wizard, Harry. I st- I tell this story regularly. I just want everybody to know that Vinny, like when I, f- not maybe not when I first met him, but pretty close after I first met him, I, he had a beard that I could literally only describe as resembling a large oak tree. Like it was, it was just a tree attached to his chin, and it was fucking glorious. It yeah, was, was fucking one. beautiful. Mm-hmm. It was mm-hmm. extremely attractive. And yeah, you haven't. I, that was what six years ago at this point. Yeah. Five six years ago. Yeah. And, yeah. He, and he and he hasn't grown it out since then. I actually grew it out in quarantine. Going into quarantine, I had a beard. Last we, year. I think it wasn't the, that long though. It didn't get that long. No, actually, it didn't get as long as you had it. Yeah, I feel like it didn't. Yeah, I mean, I could be wrong on that, but I feel like when you when you had it in its in its prime, it was Optimus. Yeah, it was a good one. It was. It's pretty solid. Uh, All was, right. Was the last time that we had like the podcast in person um, at the beginning of fourteen? Yes, March twenty twenty. Yes, that is a long time, guys. When are we? Uh, when are we gonna make out with each other in person again? Well, we gotta start. Just <laughs> we gotta put together a ninja crew and start vaccinating people. Just in their sleep, we'll just start. Oh yeah, stabbing people with Yo, the vaccination. I'm actually down to do that. <laughs> yeah, I do want. I want to have like blow dots. Shuriken. Yeah, that would be, be fun. Just like a 
I a mercenary also, crew of yeah. vax, vax ninjas. We also have shuriken that do the uh, shots as well. We like shuriken yeah. them, and they get they get the do- first dose, and then we give them their card, and they're like, "What the fuck?" And I'm like, well, <laughs> "Congratulations, you just got your first dose. I'll see you get in a month." Stealthily. <laughs> <laughs> I think our name would be like the Ninjaxers, maybe or Jaxers. That sounds like a shitty kids show. Ninjaxers. Yeah, or like the <laughs> the the Kaisers of Pfizer or something oh, like that. The Kaisers <laughs> of Pfizer. Oh my god. Blow darts oh, in a bush though, like that sounds very satisfying to me. Just I'm like, oh what the fuck was that? <laughs> yeah, dude. I believe it. I I'm definitely down for this. Let's fucking go. Yeah, I I was reading a paper recently and like the the one quote that was very entertaining about that was Actually, I think it was posted in our group chat. Uh, was the one thing that we thought or that 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 we uh, didn't anticipate was that thirty percent of the fucking world <laughs> didn't want to do this. I thought that was so funny. Anyways, this isn't a political podcast. I love you. <laughs> All right, that was how much with your host, the one, the only, Vinny the Butcher. Watch out. I'm gonna butch you with some, with some Derna and Pfizer. Yeah, you, you butch, you butch bitch. <laughs> I mean, between you, between you two, I probably have the butchiest. Let's be honest. Yeah, yeah that sounds about right. Yeah, make, makes sense. Makes sense. All right, uh, head to our Instagram page at Without Definite Day Podcast. You can find our podcasts everywhere, anywhere, up for all of time. Um, Apple Podcasts, Google Play, Stitcher, Spotify, Amazon Music. It's all there. Um, Subscribe, rate, review, send us a little note. We got one a couple weeks ago, and it was very sweet. And Vinny and I um, smiled at each other and said, oh, my God, we're affecting people. Yeah, I still don't know who that's in really sensual places. (laughs) We do, in their ear holes. Uh, In their ear holes. Yeah, I still don't know who that's from. So, mysterious person. Thank you. It meant a lot. It was a very sweet uh, review on Apple Podcasts. Oh. It's true. And if you leave a negative review, just remember to, to state that uh, you don't like the podcast because of every fifth episode and the wanker that comes on. Um, um, and if you are part of the rest of the population, um, like everybody else, uh, and you're only here for the uh, every fifth podcast, Vinny and I will be uh, usurping and murdering Drew. Um, at episode two hundred five. Two hundred five. All right, we got some time. I, I feel I feel good about that. You can redeem yourself. Uh, you fucking yeah. garbage boy. Well, we'll see. I don't. I don't have a lot of faith in myself. To be fair. Um. Chris, thanks for being here. Appreciate you. Thank you for having me. As always, you're uh, you're both real hot. One more than the other, but I won't state who, Vinny. Uh, <laughs> Okay. Thank you, it's Chris. always a pleasure. Your, it's always a pleasure. Thank you for your eggplant energy. We love you. Big eggplant energy. Big eggplant energy over here. All right, everybody. We will see you all next week. Thanks for listening. Uh, bye-bye. Bye.